Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, Shredia Lab listeners. It's announcement time once again. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. I'm just putting this thing here to let you know that we have a live show coming up at the Bell House on July 8th at 7.30 p.m., which, if you don't know, it's in Brooklyn, New York. We're going to have special guests that we're so excited about. Um, friends of the I would show. Say, I would say the theme of the special guests, Shredia Lab All-Stars. Straight Lab All-Stars, villains, heroes, you know, a little bit of both. And it's going to be the end of our season two. So uh, we'd love for you to come celebrate with us and it'll be really fun, I hope. No, I know. I know. Why would I say that? Oh my God, you're being so insecure. I mean, so insecure. It's going to be iconic. It's going to be the best night ever. And as we said in a previous pre-recorded announcement, we're also going to all party afterwards. (laughs) It's true. And now you go, you say yours. And then the second thing we have to announce is that well, what would a season be without a earnestness bonanza to top it all off? So if you're listening to this, you either have one or two normal episodes left. And then after that will be our earnestness bonanza, which will come out the last Tuesday of June. I'm not going to look up what that date is. You're going to have to do that yourself. So make sure to get all your questions in. Email us at stradiolab at gmail.com. The way earnestness bonanza works is that we answer questions that listeners sent in. That's right, earnestly. Yeah, we sort of drop the bit for a while and just sort of answer questions as earnestly as we possibly can. And while we're on the topic, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you'll get that literally once a month. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we did our yeah, that's announcements. It. Come to the show, submit your questions, and enjoy the episode. And enjoy the episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you.
podcast starts now. Hello, Hi. everyone. Welcome to Stradio Lab. Can I say one thing? Please. Uh, many people will remember our last episode. I was more hungover than I'd ever been in my entire life. I had a voice that many on Discord, in fact, described as husky because mm-hmm. of my state of being. And this time I'm coming at you almost toxically on the other end of that spectrum. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling caffeinated. I am pretty much twitching, but in an iconic and cool way. And I am ready to record two episodes in a row on this gorgeous Sunday. Okay, revealing the process. Okay, it's a process pod. Um, uh, I mean, we record live and never edit, and we (laughs) sound really, really articulate all the time. Okay, when you texted me at 10 a.m., roughly... um, I had a sense. I was like, what is this bitch doing? (laughs) It is... What day? It's Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of us were sleeping in because... And actually, I'm not i want to say for the record for the legal teams at home i'm not hungover today wow but that's because i got a perfect um a lot of sleep a perfect Um, a lot of sleep yeah perfect a lot of sleep um and that actually saved my life but when you texted me i did wake up and i said no 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 and i put my phone i just want to actually i don't want to call you out completely (laughs) but i do want to say so we are having, you know, as everyone knows, we do these once a month special Patreon episodes where we talk about a classic straight movie. And for this upcoming one, we're actually going to have a special guest for the second time. And so I texted Sam and I said, hey, I want to send Bleep um, a few options for our straight movie. Do you have any preferences? And your response hours later was simply... I can't believe this. I can't believe... No, I don't have any preferences. It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to need you to at least, like, contribute a little bit so we can, like, collaboratively make a list. It wasn't an optional um, I question. <laughs> I can't believe I'm being called out I mean, live did, did on Sirius XM. Like, <laughs> like I... It's just, it's funny because it, it's it's like, in your mind, I was like, do you need a top off? And you were like, no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> I didn't have any ideas. And I had just woken up. And so I said, look, I was like, maybe he has something in right, mind. Right. So I was like, no, I don't have anything. If you do whatever <laughs> no. you're feeling. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it came off dismissive. But it was also like, I knew we would be talking in roughly one right, hour. Right, for sure. So for I sure. was like... <laughs> Oh, brother. I mean, thank you for calling me in. I mean, listen, this is the only space where I can do that. And, you know, we can hide behind the performance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And no one's offended. Yeah. Um, yeah. Texting's tough. Not <laughs> yeah, to be sort of that. the most basic person on earth, but texting's tough, okay? It's like, you know, it's immediate and yet right. you can let it sit forever. It's uh, it's all uh, print so everyone can see it forever and um, there's a record. You know, if you had called me at, say, 10.30... I don't think I would you would have, have not, enjoyed that. I wouldn't have picked up. But we wouldn't have been having this conversation. I guess that's true. I mean, I guess I could have left a voicemail. <laughs> sure. And then I would have been like, oh, I didn't listen. Right. So either way, you're not. It, it won't come out with you helping in any way. No, I was unavailable this morning. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I was out of office. How do you feel you about voice notes? Is my question. Um, love them. Really? Do you send yeah. them? Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, when I have a long text, you know, voice notes to me, to me, voice notes, love receiving them. Don't send them myself. Mm, why not? 
I think it's the same reason I've never been able to crack any kind of, you know, front facing camera comedy. I'm just like, I need some time to really draft something, to look through it, to decide like, is this, is this what I want? Like sometimes something in my mind, it doesn't look as good when it's out in the open. And then I have to do another pass at it. The idea that I would ever start speaking and then know that that will be what I want to say is frankly anathema. (laughs) I mean, not to be, I'm not trying to be the meanest bitch on earth. All right. Well, it sounds like maybe you're about to be, but go on. (laughs) Is this not what a podcast is? Well... In is that not what in a part of your career you know what, though? is you know a cornerstone? What, though? Even. You know, you know what though? <laughs> I would say you a know, cornerstone and you know what? of your career oh, is actually oh, you talking before you know what you're about to say. You think you're doing Megan Kelly gotcha I think journalism? I fucking got you your ass, bitch. You are coming here. I think I got your you ass, think bitch. You are coming here, and 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 you're gonna make me take back what I said as though I hadn't considered that podcasting is an audio medium. Well, guess what? You stupid whore from Horville. Podcasting is improv, and I am going off of what other people are saying, unlike an audio a voice note where I'm literally performing a one-woman show for the Fringe Festival without rehearsals. I'm sorry, bitch, slut, bag, but you can do one-person improv, and that is what a voice note is. I, that is that's you not are what a podcast is, so the idea that they can be compared and it can be a gotcha moment is simply false. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I you're, you're right that a podcast can be one person improv. Do you see me releasing a pod? Do you see me doing a WTF with Mark Maron intro where I speak for forty five minutes at a time? I don't think. I so. mean, the the voice note could be that though. The voice note could be improvised. Right. It's not a yes. one woman no, show. Inherently. I agree with you that the voice code, the voice note could be a new thing I've never done before. That is absolutely correct, and that is why I do not want to do that because it is a new experience. So you only do two prop. I mean, yeah, I prefer something to be collaborative. I'm not a narcissist. And in fact, if I'm going to do improv, I'd rather bounce off my ideas off someone else. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I feel like we haven't felt this energy in a really long time. I know. I want to just I want to bottle it up and, and sell it uh, as merch. Yeah. This energy. Yeah. You know, and then it's when you tough. drink, when you take a little sip, um, you become a, a psychotic, stupid whore. <laughs> I feel, you know, we started this podcast obviously as coworkers, barely knowing each other, you know, became friends throughout, sort of got very close. Um, and you know, it's just nice to sort of feel that disdain all over I again. I know, it really is very nice. <laughs> and it's an honor. Yeah. Two years, two and a half years later, uh, I can still find that deep rooted disdain <laughs> for my beloved co host. All the ups and the downs, and I still look at you and I say, what are you talking right, about? Right, right, and I still look at you and I say, can you please turn camera off? I cannot stand to look at you any longer. I think, this is a bad idea. We're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, I think I look at you and I say, is it too late to jump ship on this project? Because I would rather have a different business partner. Uh, uh, wow. But you know what, in all seriousness... In all seriousness. I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else. Hey, same. You're my business partner till the day I die. You're my main bitch. You're my main biatch. And when I think about life without you, it literally makes me want to ball crying uh, and then use it as my Oscars clip for when I win my Best Supporting Actress Oscar for Strader Lab the Musical. I'm liking this uh, this thing you're working with of trying to bottle up feelings right now. Well, I do think it's kind of the last frontier in terms of wellness products. 
Mm. It's just like, why, you know, everyone's trying to do like brain dust. I feel like that's a thing that I saw once. In fact, I got it for free. I actually think that's one of the things that no one has ever paid for. It's just like in a swag bag. <laughs> um, but like people do brain dust or people will, you know, people will pretend that like, oh, this turmeric latte is actually infused with uh, something that'll make you poop better or, you know, whatever. Um, and I think we need to really think of neuroscience. We need to collaborate with neuroscientists to just kind of go right to the source <laughs> and bottle up energies. Yeah, I like it. I like that. It feels very sorcery to me. Yeah. It I guess feels like... I guess I wish I guess I stan Harry Potter. <laughs> you heard it here fo- first folks. I um this is boring, but that's okay. That's what improv is. No, no. You can start with something so boring, far I, and then if, actually if I, you can find something fun. No. If I was listening to this, I would be at the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> I read about this thing where you like get magnet your brain gets magnetized and it helps you like with your memory oh my God. and like brain <laughs> and then function. you're just sticking to your refrigerator <laughs> okay you are bad <laughs> you are being so crazy today I, <laughs> cut to me having the magnetizing procedure suddenly i can't unstick my head from the refrigerator all because sam sent me there <laughs> okay got magnetizing procedure now i can't be on my credit cards because i'll ruin them <laughs> got magnetizing procedure i try to shop at j crew factory suddenly i'm beep beep beeping away <laughs> when i enter and when i leave <laughs> Wow. <sighs> Should we bring in our guest? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I have to say, this guest is someone I would say uh, we've been needing to have on for a very long time. And what ultimately happened is we have a rule on this podcast that we never promote anyone's work. So mm-hmm. ideally, this is a net negative for someone's career. <laughs> if they're promoting something, they can come on and we can talk. We can make them say something stupid and problematic. Maybe that'll hurt ticket sales, etc. And then we always come out on top. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually a perfect system. Um, and so I was like, okay, maybe we'll make an exception and have our next guest um, promote her show called Oh God, an Hour About Abortion at the Cherry Lane, Cherry Tree Lane? Cherry Lane Theater. <laughs> um, and then luckily, she's now able to come during a hiatus so she doesn't have to promote it. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else, please welcome Allison Leiby. Oh my God, guys. I have a yeah. lot of thoughts Hi. already. Um, Please do. I similarly <laughs> love receiving a voice memo and have never sent one, at least on purpose. I've certainly accidentally sent like the static of the sounds of my apartment like for one second to someone yes. when I'm just trying to. Mm-hmm. But I um, do most of my texting through my computer and I love typing on a keyboard. That's my favorite thing. I agree. And I would go even farther than that and say, yes, you can do many things on your phone. But like when I see someone like online shopping on their phone, I'm like, I can't. I no, can't. I need to be on my computer for serious activities. Yes, I can exactly. barely check my email on my phone. I mean, I I don't. I'm like, if something comes in when I'm on my phone, I'm like, well, that one's not going to get answered because I'm going to look yeah. at my computer later. And that's the main source of all of my information is my laptop. Um, but I love to type. But I love to type. <laughs> but the phone, you can do it while you're on watching TV or, you think you my know, laptop is not train? on my lap while I'm watching <laughs> yeah. TV? This is a three-screen house. Like, I'm outnumbered oh. screens to people three to one. <laughs> <laughs> and and then it's, I, I, there's something about a laptop where it's like, it's heavy enough where you you feel the weight of it. It's not like mm. a, an iPad, you're like... What are we doing no, here? Like no, this, it's not, not a phone. It's not a laptop. I'm not ordering at a fancy fast food restaurant. I'm trying no. to buy <laughs> exactly. something from the Essence sale. Um, yeah, like that's what's happening. 
my computer keyboard is messed up and it adds extra spaces and extra ease. And so it has made life so miserable for me. Every day I wake up suffering and I'm in pain and I have to go through every sentence I type, go back, delete spaces, delete spaces, delete ease. I, I look insane. I'm, sometimes I just send the text messages <laughs> from the computer and people, I assume, think I'm like Sam, running you while typing. have to buy a new computer. Yeah. Do no, you know how expensive? Computers are over $1,000. That's literally true, which yeah. is actually nuts. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> you know what else what? is wild? The computer, you pay that much once, and then you have it for years. Um, rent, you pay that much every single month, and your apartment just gets worse and worse. Yes. <laughs> George, I cannot believe you just said that. I had, I've had, i actually never thought about that before. The fact that rent is a computer a month? You know what's it's way more than a computer. <laughs> yeah. Mine is several computers. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I think of something as being the price of rent, and I think of that as expensive. And then sometimes I think the opposite, where I'm like, oh, well, it's just the price of rent. Like, I pay that every month. <laughs> right, right. Which, if I was like justifying other purchases like that, I would be broke. I'd have negative right. money. Right. I barely have enough money to live here. What am I doing? It is crazy <sighs> that. Basically, no matter how much money you make, because I've had ups and downs. Listen, we all have. Um, I look at my savings account. It's kind of the same regardless. Yeah, like, it's it is never really it's not adding up. No, somehow I'm like, where is this money going? And then I open my fridge in my closet and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, right. of course. It's all in there and in Uber. <laughs> oh, yeah. Terrible. The way Uber got us Ooh. by make, I, I can't it's... even, it is the, the way they made it cheap for a full almost decade mm-hmm. just so you would get addicted to it and then they could ratchet up the price to literally fivefold. Yes. Yes. It is one of the most evil genius plans of the millennium. I have found myself justifying like a $59 Uber home from like a show and I'm like, I mean, what am I going to do? Find a cab, take the subway? Like those things seem completely inaccessible to me yeah. now. <laughs> also, once you're set on a car, you're taking a car. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing is having like one, let's say you come up, you come up on some money, not even a large sum of money, but like, you know, you do one thing and it's like, okay, you get like $250 or something. And then using that as an excuse to spend money for five months, just being like, well, I did have that one paycheck that came in. (laughs) Yeah. I did that one extra job. And yeah. After taxes, it was like a hundred bucks. So like I can definitely yeah. go to nine uh, expensive meals with a group of friends. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'll be dining on this for years. <laughs> My brain doesn't understand how money works. It's no. not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's not We've good. had a whole episode about it. I'm I'm it just makes me angry mm-hmm. immediately. Me too. But this is something I've been um is why is giving away your social security number bad? I've had my identity stolen twice. <laughs> really? Yes. Twice. Ruined, well, the first time it ruined my life. The second time I was like, I don't even know anymore. Like, once it's stolen once, isn't it kind of always gone? I know. Then it's public domain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, anyone can use like, it. They, they, like I remember the like like the specialist who was like telling me about it the first time. They were like, I mean, if it happens again, and it probably will. Um, you're, and I was like. <laughs> What? My entire financial life got destroyed for several years because of it. And uh, whoa, the second time around, it wasn't as bad because I like the first time they had like opened a line of credit in my name for like a year and hadn't paid it. So like my credit score tanked, which I never checked because like I know know how much money and how I pay things. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't need to keep an eye on that. And now I check it all the time. 
It was awful. But the second time it happened during the pandemic, so I couldn't get through to any banks because every call center was like an eight-hour wait. It was such a nightmare. I had no money during the first three weeks of the pandemic. I couldn't access money. It was so crazy. God, I can't. Oh, my God. So I became... um, (laughs) So don't give your social security number out because that's how Okay, I actually am so glad I asked that because (laughs) now I understand the consequences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do love the idea of your identity being public domain now. I think it is. Can I <laughs> ask something? Like, okay, do you ever go to a bank because you have to do something and you talk to someone there and you realize it's almost like, it's literally like the same people that would work at like um, a beachside bar yes. on summer break. You're <laughs> yes. like, wait a minute. <laughs> so so this is kind of an extension of the food service industry. It, Absolutely. Like, it, <laughs> And, and no, and and just to be clear, no offense to any of the industries I just mentioned. It's just like it, you would think that like going to the um, surf and turf bar uh, at a at a beach town would be a slightly different application process than working at the desk at Wells Fargo. I, yes, oh. for some reason I imagine that if you're telling me um, like how to manage my savings account, you have to have an MBA. Like, right, that's like what it should yeah. be. <laughs> Even though that that those two things aren't connected at all, and like, no, uh, the any person has a better understanding of like money and savings than I do. So it's still seeking an expert. Um, but yeah, it is like strange that you're like, oh, this is just like a job someone applied for. Yeah, yeah. You know who I think would really get along if we were to, like set them up on a date? A person that works at a bank and a person that works at a car rental place. Oh, they would love. They would. <laughs> that would be love at first sight by I Kylie mean. Minogue off the bat. <laughs> Yeah, I can really, really see click. that like clicking. Yeah. yeah. Similar personality types. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I also like about, I mean, because I, again, I don't know any of the details, but I'm like, it must be a nice job for someone who's like always dreamed of having kind of a corporate vibe. Because mm-hmm. it seems like you don't need much training. And then suddenly you're like in a suit behind, a de- behind your own desk, which actually most people, even in top positions at famous tech companies don't have, they have an open workspace. Yeah, Banks are some, being just like a teller at Wells Fargo is actually one of the only ways you can have your own office. <laughs> and also like, you don't have to bring your work home with you yet. You still have like the credibility of like, I work at a bank. Totally. Oh my God. The hours, like you get all the holidays off. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, by definition, bank holidays. <laughs> that's, that's a perk. That is a perk. Yeah. Huge perk. Wow. God bless. Good for them. And then God you bless. can be like, do you want a Mickey Mouse card? That's I, I opened a new card recently and I almost ironically got a stupid design on it. And then I was like, you know what? You're an adult. Like, Yeah, I know. Doing when, stuff for bits these days, like I'm just like, I don't know. You're almost 40. Like, is your life a bit still? <laughs> I know. It's tough. <laughs> it's but tough. I want I, to. Me too. I miss. Yeah. I had a ironic Cubs credit card for like a decade. That's good. And I never watched the Cubs. I just thought it would be funny to like pretend I was that guy. And but then it, it obviously came back to bite me because I was like, what a hilarious joke. What if I watched the Cubs? And every time I would pay, people would be like, Cubs oh, doing yeah. pretty bad this season. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. That really One time is a guy gave me a free drink. It. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. inviting <laughs> conversations you don't want to have every single time you pay for something. <laughs> yeah. like, how many times do you use your card during the day? I would say seven. <laughs> For me, <laughs> yeah, it was not it was not smart. But then when it, it they discontinued the Cubs version of the card, mm. like it six became months a collectible. Ago. <laughs> but now, so now I have a normal card, and I feel Sports a little personalityless. <laughs> <laughs> there was a part of me. I feel like we. There was a part of me that kind of wanted to do the custom thing where you have like a photo of you and your friends on your card. 
But I I know that's lame. But I always I always thought okay when I was young my aunt slash godmother um people can be anything (laughs) my aunt is also my godmother and yes that's true I mean talk about a girl boss (laughs) I know she can do it all. Also queering family positions. Queering family positions. It's it's kind of mixing chosen family with biological family. But when I chose my biological family. And she (laughs) She now has two kids. Oh my god. And this is actually you're both gonna literally die when I say this. She now has two kids, aka my cousins. I am one of their godfather. <laughs> oh my god! This is not now geologically incestuous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, is that allowed? Is it? A cousin can be a godfather. An aunt can be a godmother, and a cousin can be a godfather. Even a gay cousin. Even a gay cousin. There's and do so you want to hear something even family. crazier? Here's something even crazier. What? I was young when when this happened. So often, when you're young, I was like 11. So my mom is also co-godparent with me to my cousin. <laughs> so my mom and I together baptized my cousin, who is the daughter of my godfather, godmother slash aunt. And if something were to happen to their parents, you and your mother would co-parent <laughs> yes. this child. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> the reason I started this story is because so my aunt slash godmother, um, who, by the way, my other sister is named after. It's oh an, my it's god! It's enough already. It's enough already. <laughs> okay, so when she was, so when I was young, she didn't have kids yet, and and I was like the first kid of that extended side of the family. So she was very much like a surrogate mother. Oh my god! I didn't even mention that for two years, my mom, my aunt, and I lived together in the Netherlands. Stop pitching sitcoms <laughs> because my dad was away for a job. I'm not kidding. Okay. The point is, she so she like loved getting me gifts and whatever because she was single and and I and I was the one baby in the family and so she at one point discovered this printing place that w- could very cheaply put like a photo on like a T-shirt, a mouse pad, and that was all the rage in the early nineties. I don't know if anyone remembers. I remember having right. uh, many mouse pads. Yes, so I would send her, and I thought this was like a thing only she knew about. I thought that was like the thing my godmother knows. It's like this business that sh- that she's like a regular at so i would send her like <laughs> i sent her like a photo of nsync from a rolling stone feature and i was like mouse pad <laughs> <laughs> make photos i sent to her into either mouse pads or t-shirts and so i think maybe it's my nostalgia for that that makes me want a, a, a photo credit card mm. not the most rewarding story but i think no I, it really it it it, it it, it at goes least it got to the godmother mother yeah, yeah that other stuff yeah. was a little more interesting um, yeah, you yeah, should get yeah. the in sync rolling stone cover as a credit card I, as a credit card yeah. that's yeah. a genius idea actually thank you so um yeah sorry your story flopped at the end it's okay i it started <laughs> off really great though. i agree it was and you really know it was great. a lot at the beginning and here's not what everything I'll say, is like, about endings Exactly. No. And I think I should have realized that as we were laughing at the other stuff and been like, well, I don't have to stick the landing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to go back to why I started no. this. Like, no. I can just luxuriate in in the tale I'm telling. Yeah. And also, we didn't mm-hmm. know where you were going with it. So you could have been like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I did, like, we didn't know. <laughs> we weren't like, and when are you getting to the personalized credit card part of the story? Right. No one was jonesing for a part two of the personalized credit card discussion. Like, the Cubs thing was funny enough. <laughs> Wow! Oh, uh, no, this is definitely this. This episode, I can already tell, is a return to form. It's a process pod. It's a yes. 
it's it's angry it's mm-hmm. emotional it's um it's got it all it's got it all it really and does. you know what let's freaking keep going by doing our first segment okay i'll actually yeah take the reins on this whoa yeah okay um <laughs> so our first segment is actually called straight shooters and in it we ask you a series of rapid fire questions okay. uh, basically this thing or this other thing um in order to gauge your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture the only rule is you can't ask any follow-up questions and um if you do we'll get really really mad okay well, i don't want to see that I mean, I do, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, George, do you want to kick us off? Yes. Allison. <clears throat> 15 minutes of fame or 30 seconds to Mars? Oh, 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> mm. Powerade, Gatorade, or financial aid? <laughs> <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> okay, Allison. The yeah, yeah, yeahs, or no, 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 no way I'm living without you. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yeahs. Mm. Okay. Millie Bobby Brown or Bippity Boppity Boo? Bippity Boppity Boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Allison, keeping a diary, keeping the faith, or keeping up with the Kardashians? Keeping a diary. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of Kardashian thoughts that we don't have time to get into. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as, as uh, all people in America do. Of course. Yeah, it's against our will. Yes. <laughs> I'm forced to have opinions on people I don't know. Um. Okay. Up with olives or down with the sickness? Up with olives. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> That's really good okay. Um, ring around the rosy or <laughs> the pussycats as well as Josie? <laughs> <laughs> As a Betty and Veronica fan, the Pussycats as well as Josie. Wow. Perfect. Incredible work. Um, 2,000 doves. 2,000 doves. We rank your performance on a scale of (laughs) zero to 1,000 doves, and you got 2,000 doves. 2,000 doves? But I hate birds. Yeah, you're actually a record high. (laughs) (laughs) I I both hate and fear birds. Yeah, well, get ready for a lot of them to come into your apartment as a gift. I'm so glad you brought up a hatred of birds because hate. I have a huge hatred and fear of birds. And I feel no one else is talking about it. I am talking about it all the time. On stage, uh, constantly. Um, oh. I had a bird fly and I have like, I have a terrace. Um, and <laughs> Get them. <laughs> How many laptops did that cost a month? <laughs> it's so many. It's made of laptops. Yeah. <laughs> My apartment is It would made honestly of... be cheaper if you just bought an apartment made of laptops. It's truly, just like, just like MacBooks, wall to wall. They're the lighting source. Um, but I have a glass door that goes out there, another brag, and a... I came home one day and there was a giant greasy print of a bird no. that had clearly flown smack into the door. And it had like, you could see every wing. They're so oily. Yeah. Well, they don't no. really shower. <laughs> it rains. I guess that's true. And it rains. It rains. Like they should be showering. There's no excuse for them to be that dirty. Yeah. Bird bath. Ever heard of that? See? <laughs> is that what that is? We know... <laughs> <laughs> we all know that baths are not about cleaning. They're about luxuriating and taking me time. So I can understand that's right. that that's a good it doesn't point. clean them and it's more of a mental health exercise. Bird <laughs> 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 baths um, are about wellness. That's the next phase. Yes, yes. <laughs> very true. Do you think, actually, it's funny that we're talking about this because I was having this conversation last night where um, I was with someone and they were like, wouldn't okay. it be so, wouldn't it suck? Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't it suck to be a flightless bird? And then mm. I was like, 
I would love to be a flamingo. They're so much more fabulous than like a pigeon. Dude, but then also it's they like can fly. they fly. Oh, flamingos do fly. What are the flightless ones? Do ostriches fly? No. No. And okay, penguins. so penguins. Yeah. Well, penguins are kind of iconic. Penguins are a sleigh and a half. I they... don't know if I would want to be an ostrich. <laughs> no, they seem no. dusty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess then I would want to be a flamingo because it's like it looks great and it can fly. Yeah. Right. It, it does, <laughs> and it has it, really skinny legs. Also, they eat a lot of shrimp, and that's why they're pink. Oh, that's very cute. It's like they're like shrimp? all about a seafood tower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They love a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> it's crazy that them. shrimp are like cockroaches of the sea, but they're so they're elegant s- and delicious. I know. Well, lobsters too. I guess that's true. I, I think like most shellfish is. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny that you can be persona non grata in your own community, aka underwater, but then humans come. <laughs> humans like see you for the beauty you really are. <laughs> You know what I mean? That like, is so powerful. Like you're yeah. like, you're like in your middle school, and like no one sees you as hot. But then like a modeling yeah. scout comes and finds and you, and they're like, and you, you need are to a stand lobster. in front of the limited two. Yeah. <laughs> they're like you are so beautiful, and no one in this world re- respects you. But exactly. I see the truth. And then they go back to their hometown, and everyone's like, "Flop, ugly, go leave." <laughs> wow. I think that's actually. I think that could be a really good topic for like a children's book, like the shrimp that's ugly at home, but then is, um, you know what though? It's also kind of tragic because in order for shrimp to be appreciated, they have to be they murdered have to and eaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, they have to die. So it's yeah. very pretty hurts by Beyonce in that way. Well, I was also, I was kind <laughs> just of that video, thinking, but with shrimp yeah. instead of Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. I guess more the title of the song. Just like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that, I she's, she's underwater a bit in that. Um, oh, my God, that's right. It's about shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Every like little known fact, uh, Pretty Hurts is actually about shrimp. It's literally like mm-hmm. the plight of a, of a beautiful shrimp. Yes. And their journey from being ugly in their hometown of underwater <laughs> to being beautiful on the table of, let's say, a really beautiful restaurant in yeah. New York City. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, motivation. There you go. Yeah. I was thinking you were going to go more in a direction of like, it would be sad because then they have to like leave home. It would be sort of like about, um, oh. you know, I thought it was going to be a sort of a queer narrative about like having yes. to leave your family um, to find a chosen family of people that want to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, definitely, that's like one way to look at it. Although you would imagine that their actual family is also other shrimp in that scenario. So Yeah, I guess like they're not othered by the yeah, related yeah. Part, like family. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't quite work. We have some, there's a development process that needs to yeah. go through. Well, there's also, I feel like, it's also like yeah. the process of deveining shrimp is like taking away their <laughs> power. It's like, well, we have to. You have to remove the ugly part of yourself to be beautiful for the human gaze. So deveining a shrimp uh-huh. is uh, human plastic surgery. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, you have yeah. to get um, a vein job in yeah, order right. <laughs> in order to be acceptable <laughs> Wait, at the restaurant. I, there's this is unrelated, but kind of related. Um, on my old block where I used to live, there was a varicose vein treatment center called. Vain go like G O G H. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed. I with love it. that. Really disgusting I, name. Yeah. When you can be like a medical facility and still have a little fun with the name, I, I say go off. Yes. My um, at my in my old neighborhood in San Francisco, there was a place called TMI Colonics. No. Yeah. Whoa. Mm. Did you ever go? No. And actually, like, I'm like, maybe I should have. I always thought about it. I'm very yeah, I'm, interested. 
Yeah, I'm I've curious. never gotten one. Me neither. We we got into a fight at a job I was at once, and it was like it split people pretty much down the middle of like whether you would like give it. I'm like I'm not trying to like become a, a part of like colonic culture. Totally. I would just like to see what it's like to have one and like how it feels afterwards. And that's kind of how I feel about all wellness stuff. I'll try yeah. it once. Yeah. But there were some people that were like, that's bad for you. And I was like, everything I do is bad for me. <laughs> right, right. Can't I just feel thin? Yeah, you're like, we're on our smoke break. Yeah, like, right, right. <laughs> I'm like pounding liquor in the middle of the afternoon. Like, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, the show started taping. It's 530. We can open up whiskey. And it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, should we yeah. start the topic? Mm-hmm. Allison, do you want to introduce your topic and maybe just say a little bit about um, why you chose it and what makes it straight? Okay. Um, my topic is space. Wow. Let that sink in. <laughs> I'm giving space for space. Mm. Um, but mm. I hate space a lot. Um, so I guess that's part of like being a straight woman and having to engage with the concept of, of space. And I mean outer space, not personal space or, or, or totally. the space that we take Thank up you. on Earth. I'm specifically talking about outer space. Yes. I was going to ask you to define space because I was like, this could be anything. <laughs> really? I'm like the space bar. And you're like, I already have a fraught relationship with mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it feels for, like my association with space is also like almost exclusively um, Apollo 13, mm. um, which is an incredibly mm. straight narrative of like men with short hair telling their wives goodbye um, it's literally two hours of that yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like goodbye <laughs> wife um and that's it <laughs> that's, that's my summary of Apollo 13 yeah <laughs> um but there's just I think that like also like our obsession with space Trump's obsession with space yuck um but like people love space and I'm like we don't even know what's in the ocean and we're going right. to space Allison, I ha- we have so much in common. I know. It's insane. I know. I've I've <laughs> long been like we we haven't figured out the oceans We've yet. We explored ten percent of the ocean floor, but we're sending men into like space. I mean, it's send absurd. some men into space. I need to have a few, but like, let's like, what are we doing? We live on this planet, right? Figure out what's in those damn what oceans. In o- what's in the Mariana Trench? <laughs> we should know before we're on walking around on the moon. Yeah. They're like, we should colonize Mars, and it's like, what's in this lake? <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's my thing with space. (laughs) To me, space works best as a metaphor. And it's a very straight thing to take it literally and be like, well, I want to physically be on the moon. Mm -hmm. Actually, space, (laughs) space exists so that we can like make art about it like it's not about you shouldn't try to be in space like name, you should just like watch some, gravity starring sandra bullock okay i was <laughs> like, gonna say name more art about space well no no it's not even yeah it's not even art about space it's like it's like the great unknown yes. and being inspired yes. by that and yes. looking at the stars stargazing like yes stargazing should be enough you shouldn't want to like star hop it should absolutely be enough also there's a lot of trash in space yeah that we put there. Littering feels super straight. Yes, very much so. You have to recycle and compost. <laughs> but I really am like, it, it's just very like, appreciate the unknow- the, the, the lack of knowing and appreciate how expansive it all is and, 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 and the, and just like mm-hmm. how small we are in compared to the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to colonize everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty white too, if we're being honest. Well, Yes. <laughs> Space is a white man. God. A straight white man. Yeah. Something about, yeah, I think the science around space definitely is straight. Because also it's like, (laughs) it's almost like, how do I say this? It's like, there's a gatekeeping element of mystery. Like Mm. where it's like, 
oh, actually, it's not mystery because I know this, 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 this. And it's like, okay, actually, I just want to like not think about the reality of it. You're not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Totally. No, we'll never go there. And I just want to say, in terms of the art influenced by space, I'm also thinking like alien stuff, like fashion that's very futuristic and space, spacey, like all that stuff is great. Contact. Yes. 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 Contact. (laughs) Like, again, gravity, interstellar, like just make art about space. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But don't go there. Don't go there. Also, like it's it's inherently going to be like, well, because like we can't. As you say, like, it's an unknowable thing. It is everything. Like, we can't... So, like, everything you find out about it is going to be disappointing because it's just like, yeah. oh, there's some trash up here. Like, oh, the moon is dusty. Like, oh, like, Mm -hmm. there's just not a lot out there that we're going to (laughs) actually access. I was thinking about that recently when they released that photo of a black hole, and I was like, well, this doesn't look good. So, just... (laughs) So, like, I would rather just think about the concept of a black hole rather than look at this blurry... Like, this blurry (laughs) image that's like... A black hole. <laughs> right. Right. And also, just like, what does that mean? Like, once you start talking about space, there's discussions of like the concept of matter. And I just don't like that. Again, bet- works better as a metaphor. I don't have to know the equations. <laughs> no, no, no. Too many equations. And again, what's in the sea? Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> I do like that as kind of a like whataboutism. Mm-hmm. It's like when someone talks about space, you're like, um, <laughs> check back in when you're in the sea. <laughs> What about as a first space of the ocean? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're holding a sign, like you're doing a protest. That's like we still don't know anything about the sea. That guy's doing like the balloon sign yeah. with like all of the yeah. balloons that are like inflated yeah. as the letters against that stupid painted brick wall. Yeah, I. It makes me feel like when someone's like has clothes all over their floor and is like, "Well, I need to go shopping," and it's like, "Clean up your clothes first, and then you can get whatever shirt you want." Yes. <laughs> but pick up your yeah. shirts. Yes. Yeah. Because the, the ocean same time, is I'm amazing. Like, it's definitely amazing. Beautiful. At the same time, like the more we explore the ocean, probably the more we'll ruin it. So I also want to maybe yes. discourage people from being too interventionist. Mm-hmm. I think just let's do some snorkeling. Yeah. <laughs> but like. You know, we, it doesn't need to be a whole couldn't thing. Couldn't disagree less. Okay. I gotta know. You have to I know. know. I That's have fine. to know. It's on our planet. It's like it's like having a drawer you never open in your home. You're right. You're right. Yeah. We, like, need, we to need to know. Drill. I don't. <laughs> Let's frack the seafloor. We have to frack. <laughs> I mean, we must like, frack. Honestly, the ocean is like actual. What we want from space is in the ocean. Like big aliens, yes, they exist. Right. Yeah. We have like giant squid that yes. are insane. Yes. I guarantee you, they are more attractive than any alien life forms that exist. Yeah, one hundred percent attractive. As in, like, not like <laughs> I'm, I'm like, not like, like sexually yes. attractive. <laughs> But George, just, what? Like majestic. Majestic is maybe the right oh, word. Okay, okay. You're like, they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you seen a squid? <laughs> yeah. Like my Sexy. whole thing with shrimp is just that I'm sexually attracted to them. <laughs> yeah, actually that is what we're learning. I like order shrimp cocktail and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Oh, these shrimp are models. They're so <laughs> sexy. Like, no one understands your beauty like I do. Yeah. <laughs> God, I am. I'd say I am craving a shrimp. I know. Now right I'm now. like really wanting some. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, space. Yeah. Okay, space. Space. It's just. I just really don't like it. Yeah. The only thing I like about space is when we get to see images of the Earth and how beautiful it can be. I like. Right. That. Totally. I agree like going to take a picture of the earth okay everything yeah. but we have those now so right as long as the earth is centered in the narrative yes right <laughs> because that's <laughs> absolutely true yeah 
And I yeah. like, you know, I like a photo of Jupiter. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's impressive. You know, the rings. Or is that like Saturn? As- I'm thinking Saturn, of Saturn. Has rings. Saturn has rings. Yeah, I'm thinking of Saturn. Okay, for so true. you don't know any. You're like, you're like, I'm still, I don't really know you're much still about shrimp. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I liked like learning about the planets in school. That felt like really fun as a kid to be like, like memorizing the order they go in. I was well, like, they're kind of like the juicy. Spice Girls in that way because they each yes. have their own personality yes, totally. and, and their own look. And Pluto's like yeah. in and out, trying to have its own career, but yes. then well, back. Yes. Right. Like we're so, we're kicking it out. I guess it's like also yes. like the the uncertainty of Pluto's status as. Um, a planet is that's odd. queer. That's yeah, that is queer. <laughs> yeah, that's the one non-straight we, thing about space. Is it is it a planet still? Well, you're trying to be binary, and it's like <laughs> let Pluto be whatever they want to be. <laughs> I think it, it really. Has I been mean, Pluto was as a planet though. Yeah. it was like not, and then they were like JK. It is. <laughs> well, but well, we'll see. We'll I mean, see. people evolve. People as do planets. That's... Yeah. <laughs> so planets, we are pro. Planets, we are pro. pro planets. Well, it's local space. Mm-hmm. Yes. We care about local yeah, space. You have to keep it right. local. Shop like local. our solar system, I'm all in. Keep, like <laughs> keep the Milky Way weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I'm gonna support I'm gonna support Saturn, I'm gonna support Jupiter, <laughs> like I'm gonna support Pluto for sure. That, but it's but let's not focus Mercury on, though. Not Mercury. Not Mercury. No, Mercury no. I, I don't. It's like the only thing Mercury can do is like poison Jeremy Piven. That's it. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's a little sinister. <laughs> Um, you know, you get into also astrology, like is, well, spa- and is that's, astrology that's part the of other space. Side of the it. other side of space, but that's the more theoretical side of space. Exactly. It's space is a metaphor. Yes. It, it proves the rule that yeah. space is straight. Mm-hmm. Um, also, mm-hmm. how do you feel about like asteroids? Ooh, complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like the idea that one could like, like a meteor. I don't know the difference. One, a rock could hit earth and has in the past that's kind of exciting to me totally um, well that is it's exciting. uh we love a surprise drop <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> no we really do and that feels like also like if, armageddon if, and deep impact like two important sure. um films <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> it would be very straight i feel when it when a big space rock hits us next time mm-hmm. but it could be nice i think if it hit like a desert and no one died but it was still really exciting, and we all felt sort of a planetary unity for maybe totally. two days. That could be fun. Yeah, Here's my before the news version. cycle changes over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, before it's like, The Rock has a problematic past. <laughs> <laughs> my ideal, here's my ideal space event. Okay. Uh, an asteroid hits the middle of a desert, no humans, or, no humans or animals are harmed. And then it actually creates a natural crevasse that is that is a, the perfect size for an outdoor music venue. And then there was like a big music festival there. Mm, mm. George, that is so smart. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, so like who would play at that venue? Who would play at that Well, festival? I think it would have to be space themed. It would be like LaRue. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like just like someone that will bring everyone together. Yeah, totally. And that is exactly who should. Yeah. And can. LaRue is headlining Space Fest. I'm like, wait, LaRue, who has like two songs? I'm not even going to address what you just said because she actually has many songs. But I think LaRue has has had a global impact. Mm -hmm. I think she's technically French. (laughs) I I could be wrong. Is she Brit? Maybe she's British. I guess we have all the resources to find this out. Um, I'm going to guess British with the French name. Okay. She is, in fact, English. Yeah. 
There you go. I feel like her singing style. And her name is Ellie Jackson. Sounds. Go off. Wow. <laughs> so her hair. I forgot about that fucking hair. Sorry. Wow. I can't believe you don't stand Larue. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I stand Larue in like a a way where she is a blip. She was such a weird moment in time. Interesting. And wow. it, uh, bulletproof made a. Yeah, for you. For me, that, that time has not it's a, ended. It's a long, long timeline. <laughs> well, maybe this will be her big comeback when she performs at the Crater um, venue. Well, I think she's very similar to sort of a, an asteroid hitting the planet. It's It happens once. It's a huge impact. Yeah. And, and then we once. just sort of put a music festival on yeah. in honor of it. Yeah. It's LaRue collaboration with the Asteroid Music Festival. Love it. Mm. I'm there. Mm. <laughs> Um, and then you know that Gwyneth Paltrow is going to come in and like collect some of the space rocks and be like, this is stuff I, now. Yeah. She's, she's like, like Put purpose. Your pussy. I, I did. Yeah, exactly. Literally what I was going to say. <laughs> that is 100%. She's like, this candle oh. smells like my asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The candle That's... is called Kiss My Asteroid. Mm. 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 Yeah. It's Cheeky. sold out. Cheeky. Very. Cheeky. Selling it urban. Do you know what I hate what? when what? people say things like, we all live on this crazy space rock. I hate that. I hate I feel like that is toxic space rhetoric. Yes. And like or like we're just like a blue marble hurtling through space. Oh, please. Shut up. Please, Shut you up. live in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you had a marble. Yeah. <laughs> that but that's like toxic queer culture. That's toxic queer it's space. Queer mm. ten, tender queer. It's tender queer, tender queer. culture. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I hate about space. Yeah. <laughs> I also like have a, I mean, like now we're like diving more into like um, astronauts, but like the way that they have to eat food, that's why would you like, I don't want to eat like freeze dried beef stew. Yes. I, I completely that. agree, Allison. And one of the things that really, really annoys me is when people fetishize astronaut food and they're and they it's like a delicacy or like dip and dots dip and dots? dots are not good a curse so j- why are we doing this like have some sherry right. garcia right. and call it a day right. right we have all the food we can do we yeah. can do whatever like you can eat whatever you want you could have shrimp like <laughs> sorry are For you example. too turned on <laughs> yeah please don't say shrimp um, yeah, no, I hate astronaut food. Is very, it's very Ripley's Believe It or Not. Like, you go to Ripley's Believe It or Not, and their gift store has astronaut It's food. like, I just imagine that, like, astronaut food is just, like, circus peanuts chopped up. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Pretty much. As somebody who lived uh, uh, outside of Washington, D.C. and went to the Air and Space Museum many mm-hmm. times. Yeah, and, uh, and wow. then, like, jerky, but it's not the artisanal kind. It's the bad right, kind. Right, right. It's like, I love jerky, but, like... Same. Not, like, well, this is the only way you can consume meat. Right. I... I'm curious about why astronauts as a business, as a job, why do they like market to kids so hard? Why do they like yeah. need to appeal? I think <laughs> like, why do they sell food to kids? Or uniform? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mix up those words all the time. It has a uniform. <laughs> it definitely has a uniform. So they can identify like that's an astronaut. Whereas like you yeah. can't be like that's a social media manager. I mean, you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they also like, I mean, they also, kids love space because it's childish to do so. Yes. <laughs> so it yes. makes sense that they would be attracted to the idea of an astronaut. How much do yeah. you think astronauts get paid? That's, that's you a could tell me, you could be like $12,000. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. You could be like half a million dollars. I'd be like, yeah, yeah of course. Like, yeah, it's like unpaid. <laughs> they do it for exposure. <laughs> <laughs> It's like $50, yeah, could they $50 like, a flight simulator. Like, Yeah. 
could they afford a home in LA? See, I, I think, think so. no. No. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, I guess I, I'm sure there's like levels. Like I'm sure there's like yeah. you know, kind of like an open micer astronaut who's just mm-hmm. out there. Just well, it does make you think like math. Totally. <laughs> and then there's like the ones that go to space and get a Netflix special. Right. <laughs> it does. It is one of those jobs that's so desirable that I wouldn't be surprised if they secretly didn't get paid any. Didn't get paid much. Like yeah, I think when you learn that. Um, for instance, when you when you learn that New Yorker writers are contractors and don't get health insurance. <laughs> yeah, it's so disappointing. And you're like, wait, this is literally everyone's like people that are journalists or writers like this is their dream job. Yeah. And they have to literally be on their spouse's health insurance. Yeah. Makes you think. It makes you think. Hmm. I think that astronauts don't make a lot of money. OK, I you've convinced me now. I'm like, I've because like, also now, they like yeah. all of the like astronaut like um office the like houston we have a problem yeah you have to live in houston yeah right or, yeah or like or florida like florida they should open a brooklyn office <laughs> in dumbo <laughs> yeah nasa dumbo <laughs> right next to the etsy office i mean when the gowanus i like my theory is that um as they overhaul the gowanus canal in 10 years the gowanus is going to look like the high line um oh totally so i think yeah, that that's a great right. place for a, a nasa outpost Agreed. Right next Space to Space uh, Cold Brew. Uh, we work and a $9 cold brew. Yeah. That's where we NASA to... belongs. <laughs> so, uh, this is almost too obvious of a point to make. So, I'll just say it briefly. Mm. But we also need to address the kind of phallic nature of a spaceship. It's mm. kind of one of the ultimate yes, phallic we objects. Do. We do. It's one of the ultimate phall- phallic objects. And uh, on top of it all, just um, a big, big car. You know, yeah, yeah. It's kind of. <laughs> There's also an element where it's just a big vehicle that's like yeah. this is one of the biggest vehicles. Right. You're yeah. like, just drive a Prius. Like, you don't <laughs> have to do this. Right. It's. I mean, it's more like it's a Hummer. Like right. it's yeah. like a gas. It's a Hummer or, limo. It's yeah, like it's a taking limo. a Hummer limo <laughs> yeah, to a your sweet sixteen. Yeah, a limo. <laughs> yeah, you heard it, it I first. feel like going to space is kind of the ultimate. My super sweet sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's dad is paying for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. Um, how do we feel about like the lack of gravity in a spaceship, or or, was, or questioning gravity in general? You're reading my mind. Okay, I love it. I love that. Yeah, I want to be weightless. That's I agree. The best part. I I think that is the one part that I'm mm-hmm. all in on. Yes. Which you know, not to beat a dead horse, you kind of get weightless in water too. Correct. Wow. Wow. And the ocean so is space at home. It's space at home and it saves the environment because you're not, you know, wasting all that fuel mm-hmm. to get up to the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's more humble, sure, but you have space in your very own backyard yeah. if you just explore it. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I do want to be in a spaceship floating in uh, the air. I do just want to know what that feels like. Yeah, I wish I, I could fake it. There are like places that do Ooh. that. Okay, I, I was about to say there are, Can like, in my in the back of my mind, I know that those exist, but how does that work? Like, and is it real? I always feel like it's a fake. <laughs> there's no way you, there's no grab, like, that that can't, if that was real, then people would be doing that all the time. <laughs> well, like, what right, would you like, do there? Like, bring your laptop and, like, work? Yeah, that yeah. sounds incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. I just want, like, my dream is to be, like, weightless, but still typing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, weightless and like but online still shopping. Exactly, yeah, but like, weightless but still Wi-Fi? shopping. Why do I feel like gravity and Wi-Fi are connected? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, so much of the things we rely on 
are invisible. Wouldn't exist without gravity. Like, right. just like, I'm sure that it would fuck up, you know, our sewage system if there wasn't Well, yeah, because you have gravity. to, like, pee into a tube or something like that yeah, in space. Yeah, It doesn't sound right. Fun. And then if even one drop gets out, it's just, like, there forever. <laughs> just in the air with you. Yeah. But I don't think those places are fake. I think it's like they can simulate zero gravity yeah, yeah. with like some very specific technology. Yeah. And I bet it's not zero. I bet it's just like a little less gravity than normal. You're basically just on a trampoline. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, um, what's gravity? Like, <laughs> like I know, yeah. but I don't. <laughs> it's like, again, it's like, equi- like, I understand it as a concept, but not as a scientific like equation. Yeah. Well, also the thing with gravity, it's like it's Earth's way of pulling us towards it. So it is so rude to be like i'm gonna create a big dick-shaped spaceship to leave mother earth yeah it's actually um it's actually anti-feminist it is yeah it's it's super misogynistic actually um wow yeah yeah space space seems like not um hospitable to women i agree in a lot of ways in some ways earth also not very hospitable to women. I would say but... that almost nothing is hospitable to women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just the wing. Maybe um. Mother Earth is a self-hating woman. <laughs> yes, I think that that's probably she's like a She's like a mother that is jealous of her daughters, mm-hmm. and so she makes them suffer. Yes. That's what it feels like. But then space is like, there are no mothers to be found. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also like, what do they do up there? Well, that's... How long are people up there? And like, do they like hook up? What's going on sexually? <laughs> you don't stop being a person just because you're in space. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. Well, if you're basically going around and around. I mean, that's kind of you're in orbit. You're in orbit. Of what? It's space is the ultimate. Wherever you go, there you are. You think you're going somewhere <laughs> different, but in fact, you're literally going in a literal circle. <laughs> Wait, are all spaceships orbiting the Earth? I. <laughs> I don't want to speak. I, I do think they're orbiting in some capacity. No, they're not like going up there and then staying. Like the whole thing right. is. It, it's all moving. Yeah, but it's like moving. where are you going? I would kind of assume they're all orbiting Earth. How long does it take for a spaceship to go around the Earth? Uh, listen, I don't I'm know. asking questions that no one has <laughs> yeah. answers to. I mean, I'm not the an internet does. And certainly we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also, in terms of space movies, I just want to say The Martian is a straight one. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's very it's, like man versus straight, nature. I don't like straight it. Straight fantasy. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think of Star Wars? Go. I've never seen any of it. Me really? neither. In <gasps> what? fact, I've literally seen. And now I'm like trying to keep going because I'm like, well, I can't now. I agree. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah. so I'm 40. <laughs> I tragically have wow. seen prob- uh, probably like those bad sequels everyone hated. I think I've seen like episode one and episode two once each at like a birthday party when I was a kid. So like. That was my because I was in like what ninety nine or something, mm-hmm. whatever around there. Anyway, yeah, so I, around there. Yeah, I think I've I think I've probably seen those with like a group of kids. I've never seen the originals. Never seen you know Space Yoda or whatever the one that's on no. Pe- Disney Plus. <laughs> How dare you say Peacock? <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know what I I I ch- oh you know what I love Spaceballs. Same. <laughs> great film great film great film you guys are insane my favorite one of my favorite jokes this is the dumbest thing that's ever been committed to film is they go we have to comb the desert and in the next scene they have a giant hair comb and they are combing the desert i mean that's there's not a lot of comedy that's better than that kind of comedy yeah. <laughs> like an airplane where they're like the shit's really gonna hit the fan and then Ugh. the shit hits the fan and you're just like 
beautiful. Hey, I watched Airplane during the pandemic, and I was like, where are the movies like this? I would do oh anything for a comedy like Airplane. And it's so funny. It's so funny. So, yeah, I've never really seen Star yeah. Wars. I do believe people that the originals are good. I'm not I'm not yeah. like such a detractor that I'm like, oh, it's all I I, yeah. I don't really like the Star Wars industrial complex for now everything, whatever. Like I don't care about that. Correct. But I'm willing to believe the originals are good. Totally. And maybe at one point I will watch them. Yeah. Maybe for our movie club that maybe. I didn't suggest anything for. Honestly. You're you're like, I was actually just waiting until now. <laughs> <laughs> Could be good. I've also never seen a, a second of Star Trek of any kind. I was going to say Star Wars is straight. Star Trek is gay. I I believe that. And I've heard that from multiple sources. Um, There's an incredible super cut. I'm also not a Star Trek person, but I've seen like I had to watch an episode for a podcast I did once. And I was like, this feels rude. Um, Homework. (laughs) Um, But there's like a super cut of um, fuck. What's his name? Rakes. That one guy. Jonathan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes just really bold choices every time he sits in a chair and how he's going to do that. And it's just a super cut of all the times he does it. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, so many iconic people like Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Has been in Star Trek. Like so many iconic people have been on various versions of Star Trek. And you know what? Yeah. I, I have not ruled out. I have not ruled out getting into Star Trek and mm-hmm. I have not ruled out getting into Battlestar Galactica. Mm. And oh, list. wow. That, I've never done the dive. Misha's obsessed with uh, Star Trek, so I have it all secondhand, mm. and I am kind of like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. it seems fun. Yeah. I also love Galaxy Quest <laughs> with, I want to say Sigourney Weaver, and it's uh, like, but what about that's like Quest? A, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the reason I love Spaceballs and Galaxy Quest is because they're making fun of. Yes, sp- they're they're like. In fact, they're like yes. making fun of the idea of taking space seriously. Yes, yes, yes. Which I appreciate because um, we should yes. not be taking space seriously. We take space too seriously. Exactly. We need to. Uh, we need to make fun of space as much as possible. Yeah, it's also weird because I'm like, you look at the countries that are obsessed with being in space, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not good company. And that yeah, is exactly and, and really now we, good point. It's like but that's, China, that's, Russia, and the United States. Right. Exactly. It's like so. So that's the other thing is like. In the same way that Top Gun Maverick is military propaganda, basically all so much space media is actually propaganda to be for people to be implicated in this space war that is going to end in like nuclear war. Yes. Like you don't see like people who live in Croatia being like, how do we get to space? They're like, no, we love it here and it's beautiful. Yeah. Do you think anyone in Barcelona (laughs) cares about going into space? I don't think so. They're like, what space? Who cares? Yeah, they're like taking their siesta and having little spritz. Yeah, they're like, I would love like a vino verde and some octopus. (laughs) 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 Wow. The last, I do feel like sort of a merging of our topics. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is actually maybe is a sponsored podcast for um, the Avatar sequels, Mm. um, which are space and more so underwater. Interesting. Um, And sort of exploring underwater as if it is space. I never saw Avatar. (laughs) Wow, you're like one of the only people in the entire universe. I know. <laughs> I don't see movies. Like I see I've seen like I don't know, like 43 movies. That's like probably how many movies I've seen in my life. <laughs> that is so fascinating. Matthew's the same way. He just like didn't grow up in a movie household, so it was not a big part of his I like did. Upbringing. Like we went to the movies a lot when I was like younger as like a thing to do and like I bought I remember like I mean like I owned Airplane and History of the mm-hmm. World and like, you know, important films. Um but like 
in the la- like once left to my own devices where it wasn't like this is a thing my parents and I can do together where we don't have to yeah. talk. Um, now I'm just like, oh, I'm TV. Yeah. I see everything that is on television, but I see one movie a year. Yeah. Well, I do think that you're not alone in that. I just think movies, as we've mentioned on the pod before, are in their... All movies are indie now because no one cares about movies. Like, in fact, Marvel is indie <laughs> because they are going. There's so much working against them because everyone is like watching TV and on TikTok. Yeah. That like going to a movie theater in any capacity is supporting local business. But I love the concept of movie theaters, but I would rather go and watch like three episodes of a TV show there. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. Or what I would really like to do, and I have like pitched this many times to people, but obviously none of the people I talk to are um, capable of making changes in the entertainment industry. I would pay $10 for one hour of watching trailers. (laughs) (laughs) That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I do love a trailer. In a theater, like in a theater, I get my, I can have my cinema quartet, which is Diet Mm -hmm. Coke, red wine, popcorn, and raisinets. Oh. <laughs> oh, you lost me on Raisin Nets, but I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, Rolos. I don't know. Um, sure. Some kind of chocolate, salty, soda, alcohol. And have like 70 minutes of just back-to-back all of the trailers that I haven't gotten to see. And it's air-conditioned. And I have somebody with me that I can lean over and be like, ooh, that looks good. And then that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. I don't want to see a movie. I just want teasers. Wow. I used to, when I was young, I would go on trailers.apple.com do you guys remember they used to have all the trailers mm-hmm. that yeah. was my favorite website I would check it every day and be like so excited and I feel like that's like also where I like started learning about indie film because yeah. they would have like everything they right. would have like and god I miss it it's just like I, I would always get sad when the trailers were over and the movie was starting <laughs> totally oh when people don't appreciate trailers and they're like oh we can be a little late because it's just trailers I'm, I'm like, like absolutely not we need to do trivia and trailers I'm gonna leave yeah. when the movie starts <laughs> Oh, trivia. <laughs> to to see Maria Menounos on a screen makes me instantly feel safe. And when am I at a gas station? <laughs> <laughs> I she's on those like gas relate. station TV things. Oh, I know. She, yeah, no, she's know. on every single screen. Yes. Every screen. If there's at, a screen, Maria times. Menounos is on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do not relate one bit. I'm. I'm. You don't like trailers? I'm. I, I skip the trailers. Oh. <laughs> they're they're. Emotionally manipulative. I love being emotionally there. manipulated. I do too. I do too. And I also, you. It's so. It's such a gift if you're someone who thrives on kind of being judgmental. It's such a gift to then watch four of them in a row and be like, mm, "That looks good. That looks bad. That looks good." Yes. Flop. Yes. Yes. That's what I enjoy about entertainment consumption is judging it, it without also, seeing yeah. it. And wow. it also gives you a kind of. It really gives you a pulse of the culture, like. Especially now, now in a more depressing way, but you'll see literally five trailers in a row and all of them are either reboots or sequels. Mm-hmm. Literally every single one of them. So you can turn to your partner and be like, what is this country coming to? Right. And that's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I just, I'm, I love nuance and I love sort of seeing what the filmmaker is trying to mm, say. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Also, trailers these days give away everything like trailers are like yes. three and a half minutes long it's if it, for comedies it's all the best jokes yeah like, it, yeah yes also some movies are better as trailers correct i would where say, the wild I, things are yes where the wild things are also i've actually never seen this movie however the trailer for the movie stoker with nicole kidman is one of the best trailers i've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life there's this one scene where she looks at her daughter and she's like it's like this long speech where she's like most parents have kids because they want a second chance to see their kids do it right this time. 
blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, she goes, not me. I can't wait to watch life tear you apart. And it's like, and then it like has the title of the movie. <laughs> I've literally watched that trailer like 15 times. Never once press played on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Also, trailers are where you get like spooky or children's versions of pop songs, and yes. I think those are an important part of our culture. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like Which a I scary like... version of "I Got Five on it." Like, okay, mm. yeah, I'm listening, yeah. Jordan Peele, or whoever cut your trailer. Like, oh, I love Jordan. A Jordan Peele trailer is chef's genius. Kiss. Tra- like, I mean, that's what he should get awards for. Do you remember that like ten year period where Sleigh Bells "Real Real" was in every single trailer? First of all, Sleigh Bells was in every single media mm, property mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. there was an entire season of Girls that was just essentially a visual album for Sleigh Bells. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I also Perfume Genius is on every trailer now. Mm, correct. Yeah. It's actually too much. And shout out to Perfume Genius, but... You gotta rein it in, I think. You gotta tell these movies you can't they can't use you anymore. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> because I think it's cheapening his brand. Wow. I think he has a very powerful brand. I think they're cheapening it. Wow, whereas I support queer artists and <laughs> and really want Perfume Genius to uh, cash out cash as much checks. as possible yes. so they can keep making the music he wants to make. Well, stream um the new song with Yaya Yaz. Should we do our final segment? Oh my god, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Is that crazy? We, no, no, we no, don't no, have you to. Are, no, no, you're right, because no. literally uh I'm in. It is it is time actually. I hadn't I I'm having so much fun that I didn't even notice. All right. So our final segment is called Shoutouts and in it we give a shout out to anything that we're enjoying in an homage to the classic straight tradition. So imagine sort of it's 2001 you're at TRL and you're shouting out to your squad back home but about sure. anything that you are enjoying. Okay. George, do you have one? Yes, I do. I will go now. <laughs> What's up, freaks and losers out there? I want to give a quick shout out to The Dessert Eaten Mess. I had never really grappled with or engaged with this dessert until very recently. In fact, at the bake sale Allison co-hosted for her show, there were all these tables. The one repeat dessert that two separate tables had was Eaten Mess. And I said, what the hell is everyone talking about? What is Eaten Mess? And it is strawberries, meringue, and whipped cream, I want to say. Basically all mixed together in kind of like a, you know, like in a cup. It doesn't look elegant. It looks kind of like mishmash together. And so I had one. Obviously, I loved it. And then since then, it's one of those things where once you see it, you see it everywhere. It was on the dessert menu last night when I went to runner-up. It was one of the things my friend Claire made when she recently had a party, ironically celebrating the Queen's Jubilee. And it was in another thing that I saw recently that I can't remember. And I think if I was a food writer, free idea, if you work at Grub Street, this is the summer of eaten mess. And you heard it here first. I'm seeing it everywhere. And I think there's something, I don't know what the root of it is, but if I was a reporter, I would go out there and I would report out the story because the espresso martini is over and eaten mess is in. Woo! Um, I've never heard of this before. I'm this is my first you, time hearing about this. Allison, have you noticed that it's everywhere? I have noticed that it's everywhere. The bake sale was like the first time that I was like, wow, two people are doing this. And I mean, of all things to, for two people to do, I it's know. not like one of the most popular desserts. Mm-mm. And one of wow. them, I remember I was in line for one of the two lines. It sold out and then I had to go to the other line <laughs> to get it. I think it's like it's a good summer dessert, too. So I think we're yeah. seeing kind of like, uh, you know, it's it's berries 
you know, it's seasonal, it's light. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to make for a big group. Yes. Because it's just like one giant bowl and you kind of like get it with a And we're a back to having parties kind of again, yeah. it feels like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. COVID be Shout damned. JK has COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can go now. What's up, everybody around the globe? I want to give a huge shout out to, yes, I mentioned it before. I was going to do a shout out to it, but I could not help myself and mention it before. Um, Calling people. I love calling people to figure out essential plans. Sort of when it's like, what time are we going to meet? Where are we going to go? What blah, blah, blah. What should I bring? When you can just call someone and sort of naturally have that conversation, it reduces the stress significantly from like texting because it's like do I have to ask or do they have to ask and it's like also it's kind of fun to just talk to your friend because I think we I forget that you're just allowed to do that and it's like oh right you can just sort of talk to them and it's kind of a treat it's kind of a throwback you know um, the 50s are back and you can call your friends whenever you feel Um, so shout out to calling your friends and but don't do it for too long because they're busy and you're busy and like it's just meant to be like a little check in it's supposed to be a funny joke so don't get married to it. Don't fall in love with calling your friends. Just do it casually, okay? Oh, you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, not everyone's going to answer. That's sort of what's beautiful about it is that if they're not free, they can't answer. So it's, like, actually more consenting. Anyway, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Wow. I love... I love talking on the phone and typing on a computer. I am 55 <laughs> years old and will not change. I'm with no, you. No, it is. have to. It's it so is. much easier. Yeah, it's so much easier. Although what I, I have, I, I know someone in my life who is currently working with someone who I guess would count as a boomer on mm. a project, mm-hmm. and this man basically uses calling as texting. And the way that even like I would text you just like a one funny thought, he'll call, say that one funny thought, and be like, "Isn't that funny?" And then hang up. And that happens like multiple times a day. Yeah, like okay, that's, well, that's too much. Annoying. Yeah, like yeah. for like texting is great for like here's a funny thought or just like. Just checking in or saying hi or, or, or relaying information or like a casual conversation that has no immediacy, like there's no plans being made. But everything like for a lot for a long funny story or for like coordinating, call. Mm-hmm. Always call. Yeah. I I'm always in. call. Allison. Allison, whenever you are ready, if you want to do okay. a little shout out. Um, hey girlies. I <laughs> <laughs> I am recently obsessed with it's like right next to me too because I was using it before you guys got on. Um, canned air. What? Do you not use canned air? I love. What do you use it for? You clean your computer. Oh, I thought you were like doing whippets. <laughs> oh no! I mean, yes, I also love whippets, but like, no, canned air for like clean, like. Oh, cleaning your computer. I have become obsessed with um, the new trend on like TikTok, and by on TikTok, I mean three weeks later when it's a reel on Instagram because I'm not on TikTok. Say that, yeah. Yep. <laughs> of like uh, power washing things and like cleaning, like people like cleaning upholstery or like a deck. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like really satisfying before and after stuff. Like I'm an infomercial like lover. Like I'll watch before and after stuff all day, and like this is kind of my home. I don't have anything gross enough to power wash. Um, because I'm clean um, and I don't have a deck um, and I don't have like a rug from the 30s that somebody right. gave me in the haunted house um, which is what all of those I'm like how do these rugs get so dirty um, but I did send my um, fancy vintage rug that my grandmother had given me to a rug cleaner and I wanted to be like before I moved and I was like can you guys like video it happening for me I like want to see it um 
because they did clean up really nicely. But canned air is great because like, I don't know, you guys know the, we, you, you guys know laptops, right? Um, but like, oh, yeah. they get, I feel like it's so dusty and there's just like dust under everything. And this just like cleans it off. And I love it. And when I was home seeing my parents, my dad had it in his office and I used it every single day to clean my laptop. And then I came home and I was like, I must buy some. Oh my God. I wow. You know, I it really that. is crazy how we accept how dirty all our electronics are. Mm, they're filthy. I choose not to think about it. Yeah. I mean, my phone, I think it's cast iron, you know, you, you, you want the seasoning. Rub some salt right. part of it. That's how you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, the other day I, I put um, my phone on top of my coffee cup to keep it warm. Just like instinctively, I was like, I need to put something there. because, And I was like, wait a minute. This has fecal matter on it. Like, sure I it should not yeah. be doing That's that. That's like the and least I, of your problems on your yeah, phone. Yeah, um, yeah. I really don't enjoy that, like, we're moving towards, like, a um, Apple Pay phone system for the subway. I'm like, I don't want it touching or coming close to touching things that are like subway turnstiles. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I don't that's like having it out for like menu QR codes. I don't like it being on the tape. Like, I just don't like the forced engagement with it in times where I'm like, this is dirty. You should be able to give your phone a bath. There are like <laughs> electronics cleaning things that you can, where it's like ultraviolet light. Or oh, whatever. right, right, right. But I have a um, jewelry and glasses cleaner that I bought that's a commercial grade um, <laughs> micro. It's a little. Oh my God, you have so many gadgets. It's a little bath. Oh, that, oh wow. wow. And like you. Look at you. It's like, it really looks like a little bathtub for it's your phone. It's a little phone. bathtub, for, but like you can't put electronics in it. It's just yeah. for oh, metal stuff. But I clean oh, my glasses in it, and you really don't think about how gross your glasses is. And if you've ever cleaned them, yeah wow so i wish i could i wish my i could do a little um skincare routine on my phone <laughs> exfoliating <laughs> yeah like a p50 <laughs> that'd be nice that would be nice but yeah i guess i'm into cleaning that's my shout out clean all cleaning. right oh, i love that that's I'm, nice yeah especially now in the summer everything is great it's so important to constantly be cleaning constantly <laughs> everything is covered in a film of bug spray sunscreen sand yeah. and like dirt love that and sweat well allison this has been an absolute dream. I mean, a damn delight. I, I, I mean, I really don't remember the last time I was so giddy for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> True. Well, I mean, probably the last time you saw shrimp. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I just enter a blackout, or I'm like, ah! <laughs> you wake up, it's like Monday afternoon. You're like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I'm covered in shrimp tails. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.